0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
1: Hey, good morning. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio, the show about the most interesting people and stories of Mississippi. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. I'm the editor-at-large in Mississippi Today. Our guest is entrepreneur, songwriter, and now author, Tommy Rice, and we'll talk with him about his music, his business, and his new book, Mr. More today than yesterday. Hey, if you want to be part of the show, you can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. And we're going to welcome our guests a little bit later in the show, but first, it's time to catch up with Michelle in the weekly roundup. Uh, Boy, I tell you what, Michelle, (laughs) I think we all need a day off from our day off
2: we do. It seems like that every time we have a holiday, you're more tired when you come back. You know what? I don't think it's the holiday this time. I believe this entire year has been so trying on all of us mentally and physically. You just feel oh, I think so. like you just need a break from the world. Yeah.
1: Oh, I agree with you. I, you know, and, I, and we've talked about this numerous times on the show about people going through the different stages of grief and yes. everything. I mean, people have lost jobs, they've they've been sick, they've had to worry about being sick. They've had to deal with being locked. I mean, yeah, there's just a whole bunch. It's been <laughs> right. And on top of that, there's so much societal upheaval too. Mm. the things that are going on. You're seeing on the news and, you know, some of it I think is for good. Some of it you're worried about. But I mean, it's just there's been a lot on our plates. And, and but honestly, over the weekend, you know, I mean, I'm like, hey, I got three days off. I'm going to try to get as much stuff as I can possibly do when I probably should have just laid Relaxed. down on the couch and right. watch television the whole time. <laughs>
2: Well, I did actually. Um, so, my daughter started a new job. Yay! What? That's I, great. I know. Um, I've told my coworkers here, but it was a milestone for me. I mean, again, this year has been a lot, and she is growing up, and th- this was tough for me to let go and let her actually go <laughs> to the interview herself and not be the uh, overbearing mommy and sit in the interview with her.
1: <laughs> oh, please! Don't d- <laughs> tell me you did not even think about doing that for a heartbeat. You I, did not.
2: I thought about. Asking no. questions. No I thought about just asking questions that I didn't think she may ask, but yeah. I uh I did not. I pulled back and I sat in the car. But uh she got the job. She started last week. I'm happy. Exactly. For her. Yep.
1: my middle son's just started a job too and it's been You know, seeing him all dressed up and everything going in and going to work, I just kind of have to smile. It's like, oh, that's
2: kind
3: of cool. It is. is.
1: And it means that my initials are no longer ATM.
2: I know. We've been talking about her budget plans and things like that. So I like where the conversation is going. You know, I guess it's time it
1: is and it's tough because i know my oldest son was supposed to do an internship this summer and it got canceled so he's he has been working and saving some money but i mean obviously it's not doing what he thought he would be doing right. and the pressure on that too so that that's been that you're right i think you really touched on something there i think that we're all just kind of exhausted and you know i mean social media is i mean it's exhausting too i I, there was a couple people that just absolutely went after me, calling me names and everything else the other day, and I just was looking at it, going, "Man, I am so sorry. Your life is so bad that this is how you choose to spend your time, you know." And I mean, that's fine. I mean, I'm a big boy. I've been, I can handle it. But I was just like, "Ugh." Was just, it because come of the on, um, folks.
2: cartoon for the flag? And- or anything like you know that.
1: believe it or not i just posted the number of covid cases we had and it just went downhill from there so um mm. which is sad you know <laughs> i mean because personally i i kind of you know, I remember after Katrina, I remember after nine eleven, how we came together, right. you know, and it's just, I hate to see people at each other's throats, right. but now the flag stuff, believe it or not, you know, I mean, I got a lot of positive feedback on now, granted, there was a lot of not positive feedback on that and that's understandable too, but it wasn't as bad as it was in 2001 when, you know, this was done the last time. And um, I tell you, it was just so weird watching that news coverage of them taking down the flag because it's almost like this isn't real. You know, Mm -hmm. that it was very surreal to watch it happen because I never thought it would happen.
2: It was surreal and it was um, a pleasure for me. It felt good to be able to be a part of history and watch that and speaking of the flag um, you know you know, you know mm-hmm. who I
1: thought of just a, real quick and sorry to interrupt no, on okay. this uh Hillman Frazier
2: right right just
1: watch just watching him and of course he's been a guest on the show and I mean wow just what a noble guy he is anyway but just just his reaction to it and and I also was thinking about William Winter too because he put so much effort into the first flag vote and was completely just beat up on that you know, and, right. and so. I, enough to see it happen. And speaking, just as kind of related to it, but did you see where Speaker Gunn has did, been diagnosed with COVID-19?
2: I did. Wow. Our prayers go out to him and his family. Um, I have had a couple of friends who, the entire family had it and they've gotten over it and um, they're doing much better now, but it doesn't feel it's good fascin- when you're going through it. Yeah, it's
1: fascinating it, how different people have different reactions yes, to it. Now my, it nephew, really my nephew had it Amy's brother's son okay and he had it he's 25 and he was he had really bad headache for a couple days and Mm. then he was fine he's young he could you know he blew through it but you know old people like me you know (laughs) it'll knock it'll knock you down a little bit harder (laughs) and you got to be careful about it but I there was just several people in the legislature I know that um, several uh, of our reporters for instance at Mississippi today were exposed and they've been tested and they're awaiting the results and you know, I mean it's just it's there and we all have to be careful about it. But I do wish the speaker well. And he he had a busy week, you know, he really did lead the charge on the flag vote change and uh this is kinda like, Oh, wow, thanks. I appreciate this. I'm glad I got this to deal with but True. um he okay. said he had no symptoms at this point or very light symptoms. So I hope it works out for
2: him. And that's the issue. We were talking last week about being asymptomatic and a lot of people walking around without knowing. And that is the reason why mask and social distancing and washing your hands. That's very important because you may not know if you have, um, the virus because you're not, um, displaying symptoms. So again, be vigilant and do what you have to do to protect yourself and your community. Speaking of the flag, um, for those who don't know, um, uh, What's next for the flag, of course, is lawmakers plan to form a commission of nine experts. And, uh, Marshall, a lot of people are chiming in saying who should be on those panels and things like that. I know you mentioned some people say uh, you, with your um, uh, expertise, should be a part of that panel. How do you feel about that?
1: Uh, Look, if you want a flag that looks like one of my cartoons, just knock yourself out. Put me on that commission. It would be bad. I don't know. I mean... Um, I'm flattered, I guess, that they would consider. But I know there's a lot of people that are experts and probably be way more qualified than I would be to do that. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting because it's it's been a big part of my life for a long time because I really, uh, you know, 2001, that, that campaign, and it was so weird because uh, I was diagnosed with cancer on the day of the flag vote. So that always has kind of stuck with me. And so you know, the de- next day I was in surgery and I was like thinking, hmm, you know, I wonder if I will live long enough to ever to see this happen. And, and we did. So yeah. there you go. But it, it will be, um, of course, it'll be interesting to see the makeup and the composition of the people that are on the committee and what type of flags they produce and um you know, of course, we're going to vote for it, so it'll be our flag, and it that'll will. be that'll be a fun process.
2: It will. And now Reeves, Hoseman, and Gunn, they're going to they're gonna appoint three people each to the commission. Now, the governor's Correct. three appointees must be representatives from the Mississippi uh, Economic Council, the Mississippi Arts Commission, and the Mississippi Department of Archives and History. Now, Hoseman and Gunn, they have no specific commission requirements, so they get to just choose three people, but the governor has three specific entities that he has to choose from and they only have 15 days very small window so interesting to see well, this, what unfolds
1: if there's still a phone book I'm sure they can pull one out somewhere and <laughs> you know it's like oh there's some people
2: no I'm just kidding they,
1: I would imagine at this point they know who they're going to pick and probably have already reached out to them and they're going to get going on that but this is a of definitely it's this year has been so dramatic and so much history and and this is definitely yet another another little aspect of it all right well i tell you what we have a great show ahead of us and it's time to take our first break so when we return we're going to welcome our guest who's an entrepreneur a songwriter and an author mr tommy rice and so stay tuned this is now you're talking on mpb think radio
0: You're
1: listening, now you're talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey of Mississippi Today. Our guest today, well, he's an Alabama native, but he's made his mark here in Mississippi. He's an entrepreneur, a songwriter, and now an author. So let's welcome to the show Mr. Tommy Rice. Tommy, man, I tell you what, I'm, I've been looking forward to this. It is so nice to have you on the show well, I'm
4: so blessed that you invited me, and I'm so thankful to talk to you. And I just, uh, I'm just really excited about everything going on uh, with the music and the books. And thank God He allowed me to be able to to do this, put this together, you know.
1: Well, you know, one thing, I, I, one of the things I was really looking forward to the fact is that you're a car guy. So I know you're not shy because you you don't survive long <laughs> in the car business if you're shy. But <laughs> right. tell us a little bit about yourself because you you've got a very interesting background. Well, I
4: basically uh, I came here in 1979 and uh, became a realtor at uh, 26 and uh very little buddy so i begged miss brock to give me a little start and she did and i started renovating houses and i i'm a perfectionist so i wanted to do them right so we i fixed them right and they sold relatively fast and one thing led to another and uh then we got into the rental properties and uh, then we got into financing finance and those and i had uh purchased uh, the land and buy them uh, from a friend of mine i was going to put an office building. there but I love cars, and I have a passion for cars. I always had. When I was a kid, Mama said you used to get a cardboard box and try to drive it, and because uh, I just love cars, so that started the process of the cars 26 years ago, and God has blessed both of those businesses, and I'm so thankful for that. And I just love dealing with people, and they know that they they're, they'll be treated fairly and honestly, and it's not going to hurt anybody. And said, Keys, names, That's the key. Your name is everything. That's way I look at it, and being around something you enjoy yep. doing it makes it so much easier to, to do it. You know.
1: Yeah, it says a lot when you look on the reviews on Google on, on your business, and everybody's like,
4: "He's honest. He's a good guy." Well, well, like, that, that goes back great. to mom. A... That goes back to mama. She, uh you know, mama, she would never whip me. She would set me down and tell me what I did wrong, and kiss me and hug me, just, and just hug you know, hug me so tight, just and made you so uh, thankful to have a mama like that. She always taught us your name is everything, and I tried to buy, but not perfect by no means. But I try my best to do what's right, what God pleases God. You know. Mm-hmm amen amen i i I gotta admit i always love hearing everybody's story
1: about how they ended up in mississippi you said you moved here in 79 what What, was it that brought
4: you here what happened my brother gene married of uh sydney holmes at fruity case dress shops and he they got married so he moved here in 72 and worked with Clyde harrington he said tom come here and join us over here so i came here in 79 that's what i started doing that's how i got here and uh, it, it's been 41 years. It seemed like it's been just years. It's going by so fast. It's just been a life. It's, uh, it's hard to imagine because you're so happy. If you work as your hobby, it's so easy. It's so easy. You look so far to going to work. You're so excited about it, you know? And uh, that's, boy, that is the truth. I mean, uh, you know,
1: and I, I got here, I thought I was going to be here for two years and I've been here for 24. So yeah, it's, a, it's kind of like the Hotel California. You can check out anytime you like, but you can never really leave. And it's a good kind of, of of thing too. Now you've you've done all these things. You've done real estate. You've, you've you're selling cars, but you're also an accomplished songwriter. How how in the
4: world did you get into music? Well, what happens is, uh, I had uh, uh, I, I was I met a young lady from Monroe, Louisiana, and we fell in love. And it was uh, 1999 when I first met her, and we got married, and we. Done. she was my cheerleader. Everything I did, she backed me 100%, loved me, and she was so unique. And she, for support she was a Christian lady seven days a week. So my job was I walk out the door, she gave me cheerleader. I so said, go out and do this and that. And I said, okay, baby, i go out there and just work like a banshee. But anyway, one morning we, <laughs> went, to, we went to a family reunion. I'll make this quick. Went to a family reunion, and when we came back, she should not speak. I said, oh, Lord. So I rushed her to St. Dominic. That was on April 4th of 2016. And we'd made plans to sell off the companies, and we would going to move to uh, Orange Beach. We have a home there, and I was going to be a realtor there on, on the condos and the houses. I was looking forward to it, and she was also. She was getting a broker's license. So we went to St. Dominic. Long story short is we, uh, we put her on an MRI. We found a large brain mass on the left side of her brain. And the, uh, two days later, we had the surgery, and that was when April 6th was on my birthday. And on April 9th, she was given three months, six months to live. And it just tore your heart out. And uh, it was glioblastoma, blessed. the worst cancer you could have. We was fortunate enough to have Dr. Ruth Frederick, this doctrine. Oh, I don't know what we've done without her, but we fought her almost three years. And, I mean, we fought it hard. Chemo, radiation, everything involved. And we just, we, you know, Psalms 118, 17, you know, we've done, done the whole thing there. I shall not die, but live in the care of the works of the Lord. And we fought it with everything we had. And, and God took her home on January 29th of 2000. January twenty fifth of two thousand nineteen. Excuse me. Well, I was. We have a prayer room. our house. We had a prayer room our home now for seventeen years. In our previous home, Devin was uh, Pentecostal, so in Pentecostal, you get up and pray first day in the morning before you do anything. You turn everything off. You shut it down. You with God. You one on one with God. So we we did that, and we got. So, that's how we got so close in our relationship. Was is that we just just got extremely close, and and part of her was dying every day. So it tore my heart out. But when after she passed. I came out of prayer one morning. I had a song title in my I thought I knew it was a song. I, I said, I want I to write this about her. And also the grief recovery class I went to suggested writing a short story. So I did that. I went to the short story and read that. And the class teared up. And it touched so many people. I said, wow, 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 this is amazing. Somebody suggested a song. I said, a song? What am I, I don't know how to write a song. But I, I came to the kitchen table one morning. That was August, my first of August. And I wrote this out, and I, and I turned it into a, a, a studio. And they sent it back to me to MP5. I don't know what MP5 was. So I hit the little arrow, and the song came out. I said, oh, my God, I, this is unbelievable what God has done here. So I, play, I was at the hospital against the test. I to play it to the nurses there, and they would just say, where do you buy it at? So that's how it got started. So I said, What am I gonna do when I gotta get copyright? So I finally got in along and met Jay, my dear friend now. And he got started and he said, Tommy, this song is, is 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 fantastic. It'll touch so many people's lives, he said, but you gotta write a book. A book. I said, How am I gonna write a book? I never done it before. <laughs> so anyway, uh I went upstairs at my office and I took out a legal pad. I didn't know about words at that time. So I wrote the whole book in less than three weeks. And, wow. I got that and the words just came to me. I can't explain. It's like divine invention. And then all of a sudden, I wake up in the middle of one night, another song popped in my head. And you have to write it just then. So I got in the middle of the night, and I wrote that song. It's constantly mine, my mind. And I sent it off. Ronnie loved it. He said, Tommy, where are you getting these ideas at? In other words, long story short is, we've got 74 songs now we got 25 wow. Music on to- TommyRiceMusic.com. It's got 25 songs on there. And you just push a button and you can listen to it. So basically what's going on here, I feel like I'm on a mission right now to get these songs out. And we got uh, the book. is uh, We fix them too. we got a media company on that. Mansell Media happens on that. And what I'm trying to accomplish is, first of all, spread the word, Number one. Number two is spread the love we had to give the how it became so strong. Because it's, it's relatively simple. God makes it simple. Man makes it hard. And then also we faced a lot of people at Dr. Frederick's office that didn't have the money for gas or to get home clothing because glioblastoma is such expensive cancer. And I hope to be able to get some proceeds. If God allowed this to work for us, even music in the book is to help people with that. And the big thing is we lost three children in our marriage. And we want to, uh, hopefully God would allow the funds necessary to build some facilities for orphanage like situations where the, like the Baptist and Methodist churches can take it over and teach children about God and there and help that. And that's our goal. Money is far down the list. Uh, we are trying to accomplish those things. But I know that's what the devil would want. My wife, you'd have to meet her to believe her. She was outstanding. She could walk into a room and just take it over in no time with her love. She just she has this expression of love and she wanted to help everybody. So I know that's what she wants me to do and I feel like that's what God wants me to do. So I'm I'm gonna give it all I got. I'm doing everything I can to get this to happen. And I pray for that every day. I said, God, give me direction. That's what I want to do.
1: Tommy, you've given us a whole bunch of stuff to talk about, and we're gonna we're gonna dive deep into a lot of the things that you said because um Deborah's story is incredible and Deborah's effect on you is incredible and the love that y'all had is great. And I really want you to go in depth a little bit. Let me ask you about the songwriting, because it's like you said, it's it was almost like it was um Well, for lack of a better word, it was almost heaven sent that you suddenly had all these songs just come out from you. Did you have musical training? Did you do music music as a kid? Is this something or is it just
4: something that just came out of the blue? No knowledge whatsoever. It's so bad, Marshall. I can go down, I can drive down a highway now and pull off the side of the road and do a song. I was in Ishiban and wrote the song that touches my heart the most, was my mind. And, uh, and it came, I got on the back of an envelope, and I carry these pads from wherever I go. And see, I've got 14 songs I haven't even touched. So I got it, I got it with the uh, a group in Nashville, it's the NSAI, the uh, songwriters group. And they said, Tom, yeah. you, your songs are beautiful. So we want you to write some love songs. I said, I can do that because I, I, I can tell you, I live the life of love, so I can tell you about love, so I, I can do that. So I wrote, I went to the office on a uh, Saturday morning. And on time Monday morning, I had seven love songs, and and this is God doing this now. I, mean, I take no credit. I'm not trying to take my own horn. I, I'm not going to do that. I'm just saying I feel like it's divine invention. You should hear these words. in one of these, and all of the songs. this one particular song it just it just hit. It's it, it, it touches you. And every song begins and ends with God. It starts out on what like to grieve how hard it was, and it tells you how to help get through it. Because I'm still finding it, but I'm, God is helping me through this. And that's what these songs are all designed that way. All the songs are Christian-based songs, country and Christian-related songs. And that's, what, that's how I got started. And it's so natural. I can't explain. I can I can be in the prayer room and walk out of there. And I say something like one morning, the sun was coming up. I get up early. The sun was coming up to the blinds. You know what came out of my head then? God, you made this world for us. You should hear that song. What that means is the sun's coming up the worth is coming alive now that's where that song they all come from experiences and what i see that's where they come from
1: in life i tell you what tommy let's 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 go out of this break with miss her more today than yesterday so that folks can hear a little bit of it and then we'll come back and talk about deborah and talk about your 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 relationship because it's absolutely beautiful and and we'll talk about the book too because i think the book is going to help a lot of people how about Uh, that yes sir thank you sir Alright, well we're going to take a quick break but we're going to listen to Miss Her More today than yesterday and of course if you have a question or comment for comment, you can give us a call at 877 mpb Ring. that's 877-672-7464 stay tuned, this is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio
0: Together, Lord, was so She was my joy, my peace, my happiness She was my best friend, the
2: I'm Allison Walker, the Lady Auto Mechanic, host of AutoCorrect. Try my podcast, AutoCorrect. We help steer you in the right direction with your car problems. Find me on any podcast platform or at autocorrect.mpbonline.org.
0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.
3: My heart is so broken So many pieces I cannot count The love of my life has left me She's in your loving arms tonight She fought the good fight She finished her course She kept the faith A crown is awaiting. I never knew anyone the day she became my wife a day I will always treasure for the rest of my life
1: Welcome back. This is Now You're oh, Talking you're on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host Marshall Ramsey, Mississippi. Today, if you're just joining us, we're talking with entrepreneur songwriter, and now author, Tommy Rice and if you'd like to be part of the show, you can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. 672 7464 uh, before the break, we got to know Tommy a little bit and talk about, of course, his life and his business, and it, he's now a songwriter and an author, and we're going to take a closer look of his new book, Mr. Moore, Today Than Yesterday, which, of course, was the title of that beautiful song that you just heard. Tommy, thank you for being with us and joining us again, and I think, you know, you have gone through... You, you've been through grief quite a bit. First, you went through a divorce, which is kind of how the story all got started, because you were in you were in divorce counseling. Tell right. us a little bit about how you met Deborah, and tell us a little bit more about her.
4: Well, what happened? Uh, see, Deborah's family is uh, well known in the, in the Monroe area. See, her uncle was Tony Joe White, folks out of Annie and rainy nights in Georgia, and Deborah had a tremendous talent of writing. And I told her she could write a song, but she never did really get into that very much. But that's what, that's, that's about a little bit background about them. Uh, and also uh, when we was, when I went there, I was, uh, she walked in the room one night and she was dressed in sweats and we looked at each other, of course, and uh, we, we weren't even interested in talking about anything about uh, dates. Like we were just trying to survive the moment. And as I, as I got to know her and heard her story and when she heard mine, we uh, was able to talk some. And I, and I knew one night I was going out to eat as a group and uh I had uh, she was gonna sit on my side and I, she grabbed my hand. I, I felt something so unique when I was grabbing her hand. I said, This is this is unusual. I've never had this feeling before. So that developed a friendship. Our, fin- our friendship lasted for months and months and months. And then we found out it was more to it than that. So a year, a year or two months later, we got married. And I have never met anybody like her. I I've, I've got I, I'm a movie buff. I collect love stories and I read books on it. And I'll be honest, I've never read a story like hers. I've never found a, a kind of heart that I've, ever, I've ever seen. The love she showed me, you knew it. Every, every morning when he got up and every night when we went to bed, it was a story that people dream of, and I was living that dream. And it was, as we – and, and we was going out to we, and everything, we started talking and just got closer and closer, and, and the friendship started, and then we started praying together, and reading our devotion together, and uh, doing things. And it was just wonderful. And it was like 21 years was like just a year or so. It just went by so fast because she was so happy. And we just, everything we did, we did together. And, uh, and, and we always, she always tried to help others. She, she bought happies and had parties here, pass them out, and, and strangers and witness of people. Just, do you know Jesus? And I tell you that, and when she had, when she got the brain cancer, bless her heart, she could hardly talk or walk. She was still asking if you know Jesus. And, and it's just the story in the book is, is a very intense story of, of love. It's, it's unimaginable love. People don't see much of that anymore and how it got there. And then it tells you the story. And if, if you will just take out time and read the book, you'll, you'll hug your, your husband, your wife so much tighter, and your children because you realize this can happen in just a day. We was perfectly healthy on a Sunday, and the next day we was at the hospital, and five days later we had three or six months to live. That changed your whole life. Instantly. And that's how it got started. That's kind of the story I, you know, I'm trying to tell because I want people to experience what I experienced. And I can tell them how to get it. The key to it is the prayer room and praying. That's the key to our relationship. And it just grew. And it, when she got sick, we had we always tried to do it in the room she was in. And uh, in Atlanta, she was in ICU for right at 90 days. 90 days in ICU. She didn't know what was no much going on, but we was holding hands. I still I grabbed her and she couldn't even hold my hand. I grabbed her and held and We still. Prayed together, and read about it. It was horrible, comas, strokes, seizures, excessive waking gain, of steroids. Couldn't hardly see. Couldn't hardly hear. It was devastating. And it's a life that it's hard to explain. i, I put it in writing what people can understand. say, so enjoy this precious life you have here on earth. Enjoy that wife, his health, and husband, and those precious kids you have. You know, it, it's it's a it's a miracle you have that. So you enjoy that time. That's what this book is designed to do: It's spread love of Jesus, spread our love and get touched people in such a way that they will love each other more and be thankful for each other and enjoy this life that God is not going to have on earth here.
1: Yeah. You know, that's the amazing thing about it. And, and that she lived. Cause I mean, I've known two people that have had that type of brain cancer and they were gone within three months. And the fact that she, you had that kind of time with her um, is nothing short of a miracle in its own right. And I, and I know it was hard time. And that was, that was the tough thing. I think you truly learned for better or worse, didn't you? You learned it just, I mean, you, you understood that, but it, it sounds like that, you know, you kind of lived in the moment and you hung on to every second you could with her.
4: Well, Marcia, what I did was, is I realized I had to do one or two things. When we first got the diagnosis, her girlfriend's in the room. i never forget this. I, she knew what I was doing. When I went down to in St. Dominic and I prayed intensely and she knew what I, what I was doing. I walked back in the room, <clears throat> excuse me, and um, she said, "I know what you did." I said, "Yes, but we're gonna fight this." So in walked Doctor Frederick, and we told her what was told. We had, you know, she said, "I don't give time frames on life. I could die going to my car and ride riding home tonight." He said, "We're gonna take this one day, and we're gonna fight this for everything we have." And the fight began that Friday. And I'm gonna tell you something. I've never seen a doctor fight so hard to keep keep my wife here alive, and i never forget it. And she touched my life and Deborah's forever. And just when you love someone, Marsha, so deep, and you look over and you see parts of her dying every day, it tears your heart out terribly bad. And the song you just played there that, that, that just, just a minute ago is it's Deborah's song. That's what's at the end part And what that is, a song, it's a goodbye song to Deborah. It was so hard to write, but I did it because I, it helps me to write things down. And what's in that song would touch your heart to let you realize they could be gone overnight. And that's what I'm I mean, what we're trying to accomplish is that, you know, in, in our words, but that's how I guess that's what happened. And we fought everything we had, you know, grief is
1: so difficult to, to get there. I lost both of my parents just in a very short amount of time. And, and I know that it was like a bruise, you know, I didn't realize how bad it hurt, but it was a low aching pain and things would aggravate it. And I mean, it's been about a year and a half now for you and and you sound like you're really figured out how to work your way through it through prayer and through being able to just create. And, and, but Tommy, I'll be honest with you, the things that you're creating right now are going to help an awful lot of people and the songs and and your story and everything they're out. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on the show, to be honest with you, because I, I just feel like that, what you've learned on this, but how did you, I mean, you started outpouring with the songs and everything. Was it, if I remember reading correctly, you were actually in grief counseling and they told you to write a short story. And that was kind of how the, the writing part of it began, that, wasn't it?
4: That's how, that's how it started. And Joyce, the, the teacher there, she was she's a wonderful teacher. And she told me to write a short story. I'll write a short story. That's how I got started. And I didn't know what I was going to do, to be honest. I, said, I don't know how to, how to write. But I went to a prayer room and I asked for direction. And I walked out of there and it's just it just seemed like the, the light bulb went off. And the song was written in less than 30 minutes, what you just played, Mr. more Day than Yesterday. And that just, I said, what is going on in my mind? I don't, I don't, I mean, this is not, this is not Tommy Rice. I, I, how do I, I, and I I know that this is coming from another source other than me. I I think he's working for me to put these songs like this. And when I did that, I, you know, I said, you know, I I, I loved it. I mean, I liked the the wording. I said, this, I can't remember it. So when we we sent off to to Ronnie at at the studio, they were just uh, so touched by it, and, and I just—I'm uh, just thankful God put that in my mind to write because I want to help others. Helping others, you help yourself more. I've learned that in life. Right. The more you give, the more you receive. And see, during this time frame, I was tested many times more. I, I lost Mama, and I lost Daddy. I lost Deborah's mother, and believe it or not, Deborah's brother died the same thing that she did four months before she died. Cleo blessed home. Oh wow! It's, it's Johnson engineered in Monroe. And what it is, they were both raised close to a chemical, uh, a paper mill in, in uh, uh, Bastrop, Louisiana, outside of Monroe. And their other brother died of can- brain cancer, too, and lung cancer, and her daddy died of the same thing. So my belief is it's chemical-related cancer is what I believe, but it's, I can't prove it. But that seems to me like just what it is. But do you, can you realize, coming home to an empty house, and you always had your mama to call when something went, went wrong. Bad, you know. That's mama. I needed need to talk to mama. You couldn't talk to her. She wasn't here. She's in heaven. And daddy, and and I walk. In, and it's just it's a life you, you can't imagine. But what you're gonna learn about yourself and what you're made of, you find out. Oh, am I, do I really trust God? Do I really believe in God? Am I just saying that or am I living it? Am I gonna live this seven days a week? Am I just gonna be a Sunday or Monday? That's what you find about yourself, and you find out that um, you cry. I'd cry at the office. I, I didn't, I I I was just, my heart was tearing apart. God has given me peace with this. But I'm still, you know, I've got a long ways to go. But that's when you love deep, you hurt deep. I'm blessed to say that. When you love deep, you hurt deep. I had a relationship, it's, it was so deep, it was so rooted. it was unbelievable. It was, it was, it was the only way I've done it is God designed it that way for us. And we and Deborah lived it, and we enjoyed it every minute of it. And then when she's gone, you still feel her, though. You still feel her presence sometimes because you love her so much. That's probably because you want to. But who knows? We don't know. But I do feel her presence. and uh, I do mess her deeply. But she's doing what I'm doing is what she would want. I designed the book cover the way she'd like it. I know how she likes everything just so neat and flowers and, and writings. And I made sure the book was written in such a way the book cover itself would sit on somebody's coffee table they'd, they'd look at it. Cause I want to do it that way but people would at least pick the book and look at it and hopefully read it. And the writings in the book, I tried to make sure people understood that, you know, that that, that God is the key to our, our our marriage, and that's what I try to do, and tell them how to get through, you know, the chemo and radiation, everything you face with with a loved one going through a terminal cancer, because it's it's terrible. I've never faced anything like it, and then I faced uh, in 2000, I had bought my dream car, saved for it 17 years, Marshall, and I was going to pick up my other car. I looked up my driver's window and there was a transfer truck tire right headed in my fender. It went into a NASCAR. Oh, no. And both lawns collapsed and I was gone. And let me tell you something that's so unusual. The first vehicle in the line of traffic stop was an ambulance. But in that short period of time, I saw things people talk about after death experiences. I witnessed that firsthand. I, you don't fear death anymore. But the ambulance was there to give me oxygen and rushing me to the hospital, and God allowed me to live again. But that's the experience I'll never forget either. But of all the experiences I've had, losing her, it turned me upside down. I've never faced anything like this. I've never in my life, and I've, I've faced a lot, but this really just pulled a rug out from under me. It's what it, what it did.
1: And I'm so glad you're on today, sharing your roadmap to recovery, because I, I've already gotten one tweet from from Robbie who said that uh, he wanted to thank us for talking about this and already your ministry, I think out there being able to help folks is, is so important. Quick question. We're going to go out with the song. My mama loved me, but before we do, I just want to ask you a quick question. Who is
4: singing on the, on the songs on your website? Well, I, had to, I hired a guy at the studio to do that, and I also got a female singer now. We're going to start doing female songs now. I to get, I've got six songs. we am fixing to hit pretty soon on the market with female singers. I want to also realize that I want an audience to hear female as well as male singers. But this guy here, he said the first one he, he sang, he just tears got over him and he wants to do it. Now we've added more musicians to it. We've added more instruments to it, too, because we're trying to get to full effect. We represent God here, so we have to do this right. It's very expensive doing this. I will not deny that. But the way I look at it, if I'm going to talk about Jesus, and if I'm going to do this, I've got to do a way Jesus wants me to do. And that's the reason I want the book cover and everything to look right. I want the songs to have the words that will touch people's hearts in the right way. So I've got to do it this way. I've got to realize it's going to take money to do this, and that's what we intend to do is do it right. And that's the way I want to do it the best I possibly can to get it 100%. It's time for our last
1: break, and when we get back, we're going to wrap our conversation. Uh, with businessman songwriter author tommy rice there's still time for you to get under question or comment so give us a call at 877 mpv ring that's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. stay tuned this is now you're talking on mpv think radio and the song is my mama loved me
3: found a card the other day That mama sent me On my tenth birthday She told of her love for me And how I was mama's Baby boy Mama never with me She just sat me down Looked at It was wrong it said gently, I love hugging me so tight, I could hardly breathe.
4: Hi, I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, Professor of Pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center and host of Southern Remedies relatively speaking. Join us as we explore issues that relate to you and your family, from mental health obstacles and family interactions to handling life's disruptions. Whatever the issue, let's try to figure it out together. You can listen live Tuesdays at 11 on MPB Think Radio, or you can subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on your preferred podcasting app. <laughs>
0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.
3: Been almost a year now, seems like only yesterday. Since you went away to home in heaven, now no more pain. I saw her take her last breath smile on her face knowing that now she can rest. Her battle with cancer has been won. Fought three long years to stay with me. You're listening and she's constantly on my mind. This is Now your Talking on
1: GVTX Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. Today we've been talking with Tommy Rice, He's the author, songwriter, and author now. He's got a new book out. We're more today than yesterday. And we've been talking about grief and faith and how basically um a love has helped propel Tommy, I'll be honest with you, it's helped propel you back out of the darkness and and that's fantastic. And if you want to jump in on the conversation, you can give us a call at eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Tommy, thank you again for coming on today. Uh, how have the reviews on the book been so far? I love some of the testimonials. They've been incredibly powerful. I'm going to share this one real quick just because I loved it. I'd given up on love making sacrifices for a loved one until I read this book. Tommy's book has completely changed my life overnight. The lessons learned from this book rekindled my belief in God's miracles and I thought I'd never find peace again but I have. Now my heart is filled with joy. Thank you for sharing your story. Tommy, that right there um, is worth the price of admission, just getting a, a message like that back.
4: Well, let me tell you that story. It's a unique story. I know Push for Tyler said quickly, that came off an oil rig in the Middle East, uh, in the ocean. And I have a friend over there, dear friend over there, and I sent her the book. And what she's doing, the book, she's passing the book all over the place. And this lady got this book and she was very depressed. And she read the book. And I got that. I cried. I said, "It's doing exactly what we're to do." Then they spread it to the guy that owns the oil rigs. I've gotten three emails from him. He is. His son is getting married in Australia. He. Will, I got to send him one today. That's what we want. It's not about Tommy Rice. It's about Jesus. If it if it would do what it's doing right here, and I've got many more testimonies I could say. Many more of them. I say that humbly. That's what we're trying to accomplish. If we can have one had a lady do fourteen years grieving. She's the point of suicide. I talked to her Saturday. I text her back and forth. Uh that's what I want to do. That I, that's my desire. If I can spend the rest of my life on this earth honoring God, letting him be his messenger, what better way to leave this earth? I'm sixty eight now. How much better way could it be? That'd be the biggest honor of my life right there. And that's what I pray for, for this to work. This will happen. That's what I'm praying for. And I hope people can listen to the music and and read the book, and it, it means so much to me. And anybody who wants to invite me, I'll talk to anybody. I know the more I talk to people, the better the word will get out. And I'm I'm, I'm doing all I can to do that. I would beg for the honor to, to do that. And I appreciate you what you've done, Marshall. Putting me on your show, I'm very humbled by that. Very thankful. I appreciate you very much. Oh, well, I'm glad that we've had the time to share together because I,
1: I like I said, your story really touched me and. And um, and I understand grief, and I understand how tough it is, but, I mean, you went through something that not many people have experienced, and it should have knocked you totally down on your knees. And the fact that you're able to create such beautiful art uh, from it to 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 help her memory live on, but also to be able to help other people has been fantastic. And I wanted to throw out, too, Dr. Ruth Fredericks is probably one of the finest people on the planet. I've,
4: no question. I've no. had
1: so many friends who have gone through similar situations that you have that have had her as a doctor, and every single one of them. I've always said if my cancer ever came back, I would definitely want her to be
4: the one, one looking question, after right. me.
1: So I'm glad that you had her in your life.
4: That's right. Well, well I I, you,
1: obviously uh, you can't go on a
4: book tour right now. I know that's kind of tough, but, I mean, what are you going to plan on doing some small uh, signings? Yeah, we're going to try to see that. Well, I know the COVID-9 is kind of making everything hard to do, but we're trying to do that. We're trying to get uh, – Manziel Media is making a major help for us here. They are doing a wonderful job. We're getting a lot more text, a lot more orders coming in now, so we're trying to do that. So we've got to make the best of a bad situation. Uh, so we're going to try to just play it by ear and see what works. So this is, this is new. Uh, I've never faced an economy like this. I've been doing economies for a long time, and this is new to me, so I have to adjust and just put the word out the best way I can I, I, whenever – i'll i'll take a book a it whatever everybody wants it or whatever they, if, if they're interested in that but you just got to make the best of this situation that's all we can do i think you touched on something earlier you said you just take it one day at a time one day at a time that's the way to live I, I, I tell you something when you live like we did for that it's uh it's something you never forget and i tell you i i just uh i'm just blessed to have deborah johnson rice in my life and she changed my whole life i i, I i've never seen a I never seen her like it i I hope one day they'll, they'll even make a movie out of it. So uh, it may never happen. You never know. But I'll be—I'll be honest with you. It would touch so many hearts if that were to happen. Uh, she's that unique of a person. i reading really the book. I, I want to tell her story. I'm—I'm I'm so proud of her for what she has not. It's just so many things she's done to, to make it so unused. I'll never face the court and loving me like she did. I'll never forget it. I'm blessed. So blessed. I mean, the
1: fact that you that you had that love in your life was fantastic. Uh, real quick, before we go, we're going to go out on Mister More today than yesterday, um, okay. the song. And uh, before we go,
4: what's next for you? We got. Uh, we're going to start. We're going into the uh, writing more songs. I, that's that's what I, I feel like. Going, coming in here, we're going to start putting in more recordings. And uh, we go hope to work with Nashville Market now to get some of these songs sold. And we're going to start working with Christian country songs. I honestly, I, I, I've kind of led to do some of that too. I'll try to do that. See what happens. What we're gonna get some songs out now. and See what happens. And they get hope to get the book going as best we can, and uh, get with a major publisher to get that going. We got Amazon signed up now. We're trying to get books a million. Uh, we're trying to get some major stores to put the book in the stores. So we're trying as hard as we can to do that. And we've got a conference with Amazon. We got that started. So Real now quick, I, your website is TommyRiceMusic.com. Tommy, thank you so much for spending time
1: with us. We're gonna go out yes. with a song. So. Uh, thank you again. We'll come to the end of another great show. I want to thank our guest, entrepreneur, songwriter, and author, Tommy Wright. If you'd like to hear the show again or for any past episode, listen to the podcast, your favorite podcast app, or downloading the MPP Public Media app. Now you're talking to this production of MPP Think Radio. is produced by Michelle Magoo. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy, Healthy and Fit with Dr. Josie Bidwell. Remember, we will get through this together. Have a great week. And stay safe.